Welcome to the Sunbeam Chats podcast, a conversation about business, entrepreneurship, women, wellness, and more. I'm your host, Arlene Hall. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Sunbeam Chats. Today's guest is Dacia Edwards. Dacia Edwards is an agripreneur and environment advocate. She is the founder and co-director of LEAF and the founder of Jelani Ubi. With a passion for the environment, gardening, art, and photography, this entrepreneur, through her advocacy work, has been able to impact the lives of many people across the region. Welcome, Dacia. Hi, everyone. So so nice to have you. So, Dacia, today we're talking about environmental matters, and this is a cause that's near and dear to your heart. Um, so tell us, though, uh, a little bit about yourself and what cultivated the love you have for the environment. So my first love was actually um, writing. I think I'm a natural writer. I love the arts. I love poetry. And... Um, I write and I'm more focused and I'm I'm a lot more creative when I'm close to nature. So I actually grew up on a six acre farm or garden. Uh, my grandfather was a gardener and a beekeeper. So I've been around nature and the environment and gardening uh, most of my life, but I would have gone in the direction of academics and not so much um, agriculture, uh, more media and communications as that is what my parents or my grandparents who I grew up with pushed more for me to do that. And he, um, my grandfather did not see agriculture as something that you should get into because he saw it as something that he is doing to provide for us and we need to do something else to get out of you know our situation Mm -hmm. understood um so was this in trinidad or tobago because i know you traverse between both islands yeah this this is definitely in trinidad so i grew up i was born in trinidad i grew up in trinidad but i spent um a lot of my adult years in Tobago. My first job was actually in Tobago at Tobago newspaper. Okay, great, excellent. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I've had many Tobagonians on this podcast. I absolutely adore Tobago. It's actually, you know, I always say one of my second home. I have three places I call home, and Tobago is kind of one of them because, you know, it's an escape, really. And, and Tobago is just beautiful yeah. in terms of you know um geography and 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 really for the whole farming and environmental type focus and courses as well um so correct so yes and people you, actually think i'm tobagonian instead of trinidadian people like trinidadians actually think that i'm tobagonian <laughs> yeah well yes, i guess so but of course when you when when we hear you speak though then that's what's because i heard you and i was like okay well no not necessarily tobagonian but you know you hear the trinidadian <laughs> accent whatever that is <laughs> really <laughs> um so as i said you know you are an environment environmental advocate what are some of the projects and causes that you've been involved in over the years and why was that important i mean you talked about the, you know growing up on on the farm and in terms of land and cultivation so why is that important to you and how did you get into this space 
my first project that I wrote on in regards to what I would have created was um, Leaf Living Environment Arts Festival. Yes. I attended... I love the name, by the way. I love the name. Yes. Yeah. It's a combination of my both loves, which is arts and the environment. So Living Environment Arts Festival. So I attended this two-week workshop, which had to do with video production and the environment. Actually, coming out of that, the group that I was in, we placed the second and um, the name, the actual project um, I came up with within that group was called the um, Living Environment Arts Festival. Again, because it combined both, um, both, both my loves, which is the environment and arts. And about two years later, I actually put together an event and because obviously the idea came while I was in Soko, I held my first um, environmental event in Soko on the Salibe beach. And so what was that event? What exactly was the event? What, you know, what were the activities um, on that day? Right. So this was in August of 2015 and we had different sections. So there's the arts and crafts section. There was the food section, which had to be like total local foods. So um, a lady, one of the vendors there, she was actually selling pilori made from breadfruits. Okay. Uh, right. So we had um, eco fashion, eco art. It was more like a, a big eco markets on the beach and the reason why it was on the beach because we wanted a space that was close to nature that would make you feel closer to the environment and not just an indoor space where everybody kind of close together and if you you know yeah. you walk a little too far you'd bounce into somebody you know so we wanted to really have you in one with the environment we also had persons who had their um agri produce and everything on the beach so that's how it started as uh eco markets um there were other components but the other components came in later so in 2018 um the other components would have been would have been the eco fashion show so we had an eco fashion show where designers who um their materials had to be eco-friendly so linen cotton silk um bamboo paper to create their designs Very nice, yeah. um yeah we one of our biggest designers who participated at that time was the cloth yeah so yeah um so yeah we had that and we actually had that at the chocolate bar in Santa Cruz and then the next weekend so it was like an all week celebration and then the next weekend we had the eco market and we called it the um instead of the beach edition we called it the forest edition and we had it at the green market so we partnered with the green markets and had that we also had activities there as well so we still have like a um where we partnered with the IAM movement and Metia Seekers in Matura and they would have done lectures in regards to how to live sustainably and eco-friendly. Um, there were persons who were visiting from um, 
different countries they would have also shared how they um live sustainably as well and we also had we we also had our eco workshops so persons were able to um learn so that's the education part of it where persons were able to learn um how to do eco-friendly soap making so so uh, this is sustainable so, agriculture uh-huh okay so this what you're describing is is what basically leaf is about in terms of an arts festival an eco festival and bringing all of these um t- everything sort of around lifestyle but focused on the environment so that's what leaf is in terms of that program yes yeah yeah it's okay. sustainable agriculture sustainable living sustainable fashion okay. yes so t- you're talking a lot you're saying sustainable and we'll come to that i want to also uh speak to something else another cause that you're involved in which is called thought for food what is that organization mm-hmm. and and what is the purpose of that and of which you are um, ambassador so tell us a little bit about that program or that organization right so i learned about thought for food while i was part of the yfam agripreneur mastermind program in 2019 i was one of i was selected as one of the top 10 agripreneurs and um last year in 2022 february 2022 i became an ambassador for thought for food it's an international organization that um is surrounded in regards to sustainable again sustainable agriculture and sustainable food technology yeah um the it really started ha- in regards to having a it's called the thought for food challenge where 10 persons are chosen from different regions so currently i'm a tff ambassador tff ambassador for the caribbean so there are different regions there's europe um asia obviously the caribbean and um so you'd have persons from different regions applying unfortunately the caribbean has never made it to the finals as yet but hopefully we'll be able to change that um currently top of food square is under um transforming more into um capacity building and training for persons who are involved involved in sustainable food technology and agriculture so persons who actually do a lot of food waste management and access and create um actual food from or stop food waste or or mitigate food waste in some way so for example there's invisible foods and they would actually um collect food just before it spoil like fruits and stuff just before it spoil and create juices and that type of thing um there were persons who made it to the finals who would have created uh i think this one was this person was from Morocco this team from Morocco in Africa and they created a fridge that functions that was able to save farmers from food wastage who were out in the open fields and did not have access to electricity and they were having a lot of food wastage due to that um, okay yeah. so there's a lot happen I mean I'm listening and I'm like all of these things happen and very often for a lot of us who are not in this space so many of us who are not in this space like you are these things are happening and and, and that's the you know you operate in that space that orbit you know what i mean 
and so you know about these things and um which obviously helps us everybody else the humans in terms of saving the, this you know we talk about save the soil and all of these initiatives um right. june 5th um is which is you know um today when we we this episode is is airing is in world environment day yes um what yeah. does that mean to you as an environmental advocate and what is the the what is the significance of it what happens on this day around the world so a lot of organizations whether they're within the space or not um a lot of organizations tend to promote sustainable living eco-friendly um products eco-friendly living um a lot of organizations either they would have different conferences different celebrations you'd have social media movements where um persons would prom- either promote how they are being eco-friendly whether they're using less plastic alternatives to plastic such as um either bioplastics or beeswax even simple as beeswax wraps um not using a plastic bag and using a tote bag some persons just mm-hmm. do it for the day but some persons actually create you know make it into a lifestyle so yeah it's something that is celebrated around the world and um it's it's a day that that reminds us to how important it is if we want to have a future for ourselves and for our children to actually be eco-friendly because the world is actually burning we are using up all the resources and we need to actually find ways to mitigate those issues. Okay, I like that you mentioned um you know a lifestyle because you're right. The environmental day happens and people come and you know companies etc do something. And I have to tell you, I don't practice enough of it. And and I'm sure there's quite a few people like myself out there, but it's something that I want to adopt. I mean, as simple as, you know, uh water bottles, plastic bottles, you know, in terms of separating your bottles. I mean, I've been in organizations where you know those are some of the simple things so i'm asking you as an environment advocate um you know if somebody wants to start to get into at least start to live more sustainably in terms of these practices um in terms of being aware of the environment what are like two steps or three things that we need to be aware of and we can do to start in that in that space or in that um, pathway um you can actually start with with simple things instead of water bottles actually just purchase and i've seen some persons actually doing that where they have instead of the single use water bottles they actually have um bottles that they refill so you can actually use the refill bottle to go to work to go to school um instead of the plastic bags use tote bags try to stay away from single use plastics uh, the biggest problem is single use plastics um i'm also in the space of agriculture and agriculture is something that also contributes to having the environment if it's not sustainable so that's something that i also do personally so for example in my agri business when we're doing our garden kits we don't use the plastic bags or the um plastic plant pots we actually use plant pots either made from paper that you can actually just plant directly in the ground and the um cup itself um rotts or biodegrades and it it becomes manure we also use um plant pots made from the coco core 
So, you know, according to the space that you're in, you can actually find ways to change your lifestyle or even even if it's just one thing, it would make a really big difference. Yeah. So again, sing, stay away from single-use plastics. And when you say single-use plastics, what does that mean? I mean, in terms of, it could mean like, okay, you go to the supermarket and they give you your groceries in a bag, plastic bag. That's what you mean? Yeah. So instead of like plastic bags, you can actually either walk with a bag, walk with your tote bag, um, which are like the cloth bags or some yes. bags and some linen yes. or um, felt, you know, different different materials like that. You can actually walk with your tote bag. You don't need to go and take a plastic bag every time because more than likely there are persons who reuse them. But how many times will you actually reuse them? And eventually they will end up on the earth. And plastics, plastics take a very, very long time to get rid of. You don't get rid of plastic like that like some plastics uh last up to 100 years yeah understood so, so question as well i mean and and you mentioned it because i wanted to speak about this you are an agripreneur that's the word um yeah. what does an agripreneur do and in your business what are some of the things in terms of from a business perspective business perspective as a businesswoman what is your business centered around um agripreneurs actually um, taking the words agriculture and entrepreneur and right. putting it together yes. so yeah that's where we get the word agripreneur from so it's actually being an entrepreneur in the agriculture space um, there are different types of agripreneurs some are in the processing field so agri-processors some are actually from you know the gardening stage um, or the planting stage I should say so there are different types of agripreneurs, that's one. And in regards to what I do specifically, so for me, um, after I had my my second son, um, you know, we were in, we were in that pandemic zone and or that pandemic stage. And um, I always love planting. I always have plants around my house. I and I, I don't plant flowers and stuff unless it's like a um, to attract bees for pollination, yeah, okay. Okay. yeah, I yeah, I don't like just plant random things just to look pretty. I actually plant food. Yes. <laughs> so that's what you're gonna find around my house. Actual food. Um. Yes. Yeah, so I went outside a day and I was looking at um some of this stuff I had and I was like, wait, this is actually a full recipe. This can actually create a meal, and um i wanted to do that for other moms because you know i was actually growing more food than usual because we were in the pandemic and um as a mom that was so helpful for me because i can actually create dishes from the stuff from the food that i was growing or from the produce and um i wanted to actually help other other families and that's how that started so for example the breakfast garden kits you'd actually get it's like a recipe kit, but instead of the produce itself, it's the plants where you can actually grow it and um, harvest. And well, obviously, then you'd be able to make, you know, create your meal. Yes. So the breakfast garden kits would have stuff like, um, well, you know, we say melangin or eggplant, okra, tomatoes, and obviously a shadow benny and saib and stuff that you'd use to season, season up the um food itself 
and um you also get a bag of um you also get a bag of dirt and you also get a bag of compost and obviously the plants come in either paper cups or pots made from the cocoa core because you know we keep it eco-friendly over here <laughs> so what, what is the name of that business of yours uh, so that is actually the leaf garden kits okay. so yeah so it's branded on the leaf so it's actually a garden kit okay. and we also have well the plants are grown under jalani ubi yeah. which is the actual garden so ubi means garden in in um, igbo so my son's name is jalani and it's swahili but i liked the song of ubi which was the Igbo, Igbo language in Africa. Yes. So it's Chilani Ubi, which just means Chilani Garden. And I loved, I did a lot of my planting um, either during my pregnancy, after, he, after I gave birth and all that. So um, it was just right to dedicate that to him. And um, yeah, so those are the garden kits. There's the pizza topping garden kits. Again, um, pizza topping um, pineapple basil pimento sweet pepper um, things that it actually puts yeah so things it actually puts on top of your um, pizza and there's the um, cocktail garden stuff that you'd actually put in your drinks so again basil basil, mints um, rosemary yeah so stuff you'd actually and you also get like a, a shaker that the bartenders use and all that so it's, it's it's pretty interesting it's a really nice garden kit and it's unusual and very creative oh indeed and and packaged that's nicely what I've been told. Yes. yes it's packaged nicely that's what i've been told so i'm, I'm not tooting my own horn here I, <laughs> this is what i've been told yeah, i love the idea actually so i mean you're talking about these lovely garden kits that you have you're talking about leaf you're talking about jelani ubi i believe if i pronounce it correctly where can yes. we as we come to a close where can persons you know contact you to be any a part of any of your courses and of course to get in um one of your lovely garden kits um where can we find you online or otherwise okay so jelani ubi is on tiktok and on Instagram and Facebook. We have not been extremely active because it's a fairly um, new um, entrepreneurship um, venture. Mm-hmm. Venture of mine, yes. yes. So actually, Jelani Ubi, what you would find on our pages are the um, packages um seasoning packages so we call it the habitual seasoner so there's the roast fish seasoning the pineapple herb seasoning and the calypso mix sorry Um, so what what page is that exactly which one of the pages so that is chalani ubi and for leaf you would actually get for for the leaf garden kits and the um eco workshops and the events itself you would get that on leaf fest on Instagram, L E A F E S T, just Leaf Fest, and on Facebook, it's Leaf T T. Okay, excellent. 
Well, um, Dacia, as I said, as we wrap up, it has been excellent talking to you. Um, we're celebrating World Environment Day today, and we have learned quite a bit. I mean, I think um, understanding why we need to do these things. We're talking about single plas- plastics. We're talking about, you know, planting your own food. And I'm recently, you know, um, on a personal note, my not me, but my family started planting. And it, it, it was such a joy, really, literally, to walk outside and go and pick up your own shadow benny which is something i love and i need to have to must cook with and so i i got into that space so i I, i'm totally an advocate for it yeah so um any final words you would like to leave with the audience as it relates to what we need to do to save the planet the environment and and what we how we can start um sure you know uh again start small start simple and it will make a big impact and i will be because i'm in i'm an agripreneur and i'm in that space i would encourage everyone to grow their own food you will know where your food came from you will know that if you know just be sustainable in your planting you'd be able to save a lot as well um and just it's a joy put in something as small as a seed in in the ground or in the dirt and then a few weeks later two months later three months later actually having produced and actually being able to harvest and cook from that and create a meal for your family it's a different type of joy than just going and pick up something in the grocery yeah I, I attest it. I really do. I absolutely. I mean, the, the, you're right. There's a joy that you literally walk outside and you pick up your your shadow benny or your sives. So I mean, I I 100% agree with it. There's a joy, and then you actually save money as well. Yes. Yes. And planting is good for the environment as well. So the more plants we have around, the better it is for us. Yeah. Well, Darcy, uh, thank you so much for being on the Sunbeam Chats podcast. I really did want to speak to someone about environmental matters because it's something that I know we need to look at. And then also the, the, the part about food and food safety and food security. It's very important, mm-hmm. I think, with the pandemic and all of us, what's happening in the world for us to yes. start looking at planting our own food and, and, um, mm-hmm. and all the benefits that go with it. Yes. Yeah. And bringing down our huge import bill in Trinidad and Tobago, that's a big that's a big one as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much. I wish you all the best, and I will definitely check out your uh, your food garden kits um, because they sound lovely and you know packaged nicely. You basically can just sort of you know buy it and start to grow, and then reap the, the re- rewards after from your lovely products. Yes. Yes. Sure. <laughs> I'll look out for you. <laughs> okay then. Take care and thanks again. Thanks again okay, for being Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Right, bye. Bye. This has been Sunbeam Chats with Arlene Hallman. Be sure to download the podcast for more great inspiring stories. And don't forget, follow Sunbeam Chats on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time. And remember, 